Okay, if anybody listening is in the Phoenix metro area and knows a... <laughs> I guess this would be on the preview part of the episode anyway. Um, and knows <laughs> a, uh, a brewmaster uh, that is looking for clever names, uh, look no further than Phoenix's own Jimmy Eat World presents Integrity Brews. <laughs> it's only four years too late <laughs> but uh and there's uh, yeah well and there's and we could also have uh the right pills right that's that right. one wasn't actually taken yet yeah which i or was uh, it yeah. was the right uh, pills? but i don't know if they make that i don't know if uh what well, was a great lakes brewing company right i don't yeah. think they yeah. make that anymore um there you go so it's open. so maybe they can license it to this distillery uh, is it a distillery or brewery? No, it would be a brewery. Yeah. Um, and uh, fuck, let's get let's get shit going, okay? So this is the penultimate episode of our fall album showcase showdown, uh, <laughs> where we're live listening. Now I have not done what I I set out to do. Work has just been so insane, but I do plan to do the work before our wrap up episode to score these albums on such a scale to see what mathematically it works out to versus what it works out to when I listen to it. And I need to figure out a way to make it not biased because you and I are going to be the ones scoring it. And I know what my number one fall album would be, but I don't want me to design the, and also this is just a silly exercise like really it isn't that serious but <laughs> I, I want to design it in such a way that it can be uh objective and and i don't i i, I don't know you're the professor maybe you could figure it out <laughs> <laughs> i think we we would just do it in stages where you give me your initial um set of guidelines i give you mine and then we just agree and work it's just kind of like a brainstorming session yeah I think that'd be the best way to do it. Yeah. <sighs> so the album this week <laughs> is Jimmy Eat World's 2016 album, Integrity Blues. And uh, this is uh, a very dark album uh, in terms of color palette. I'm looking at the vinyl here in front of me. It's a lot of neon. It's a lot of black and blues and pinks and a strong yellow on the cover here. Um, and I love everything about the art direction on this album from the handwritten lyrics to the misattributed lyrics on the lyric sheet, (laughs) um, for Paul Roger, which half of it is, uh, what is the other half? It matters or something (laughs) like it's so wrong. Uh, So anyway, uh, on this episode, uh, when we step behind the paywall, we'll be doing a live listen through every track of the record to really kind of let it set in. And and uh, really, (laughs) last week, I think I was like, honestly, in the best way possible, like vibing out so hard that I was like falling asleep (laughs) Uh, (laughs) because we're ending with 23, you know, Um, for some reason, that was that was a. rocking me to sleep more than uh um goodbye sky harbor did the previous week so 
Let's see where I end up with Paul Roger this week. <laughs> well, hopefully you stay awake. All right. Uh, so before we go behind the paywall, I guess we'll do what we did last week. And uh, yeah. what are your memories of this album um, that stick out to you? Well, I've mentioned this several times. Uh, when this album came out, uh, I was building this office in the back of the house, which is essentially I was not I wouldn't I wouldn't say kicked out, but I was sort of um, ushered out of the jam room that I had in the house. And so I had uh, made a little area back here and kind of trimmed a couple of trees set, you know, set this little spot back. And, and as I was building this, I was listening to this album on heavy rotation. And I can remember (laughs) that particularly um, listening to it just from start to finish and then playing it back over start to finish. And especially during the finishing stages of just getting all the interior stuff. That's when I felt like this place was coming together, it was it was it had turned into what I had envisioned it to be, and this album was part of it, and and so it's got it, it holds that memory in it, and it holds like a pretty special place. That's so cool. What about you, uh, man? What was well, real quick? What was your room? So you had a jam room in the house. What was your outdoor area before? Uh, it was actually as um, so the way that our house is is set up is. Um, to the left of my this, let's just call it the the jam room, right? There's a, a small retaining wall. To the right of it, it was a, a tree, and in between was this eight by ten area that really wasn't being used. We couldn't put a swing set. We couldn't really put anything in there. It wasn't big enough, but it was just enough. Uh, I started looking up at the various sizes of um, uh, like DIY like sheds and stuff. And Dude, they were you literally in eight, eight built it. Yeah, I thought that I didn't want to get one of the pre-made ones. Because I wanted to be in control, yeah. so yeah, from the from the foundation, I I, I buried um, six uh, pier blocks into the ground. I mean, it's it's all pressure treated wood. It's fully insulated. Dude, it's got uh, you know an air I'm conditioning unit built in. Thoroughly impressed. Because yeah, I I I've been to your house. It was at night, but I've literally stood by that structure for two and a half hours and did not think <laughs> once that it didn't. I should have fit. shown you around, but that's for next time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, wow, that's incredible, man. Wow. And, I, I mean, if you did that, then Lindsay definitely shouldn't be questioning you installing your floors. Yeah. Um, did you do that, by the way? Uh, not yet, no. That's, oh, that's okay. for after, uh, you know, after the holidays. Got it. Um, so, wow, man, that's that's incredible. I, I, when you said built out your studio, I thought it was like, oh, you just like decided where you wanted to put your desk and like maybe painted it. <laughs> <laughs> no, it was six months of hard work. Uh, so uh, with me, uh, I I I love telling the story and I've told it before and I'll tell it again. I'm sure um, this album came out and on my birthday, the band was playing a record release show at the Roxy. So I went and had dinner at Sugarfish. And then I went and saw the show with my wife and a couple of buds at the Roxy. And uh, that set off my relationship with this album. And it was a, you know, a, a nice autumnal evening that we went and see to see it at night on Sunset Boulevard. Excuse me. Uh, I am drinking my integrity brew. So please. Uh, <laughs> and um, yeah, like I just open up the, the vinyl and there's this photo of the band underneath the glow of a streetlight. Um, and that, that's what the record feels like to me. It very, it very much feels like this time. 
Um, and it's interesting. I'm looking at this record. This is definitely near taken near Dodger Stadium. <laughs> this photo. Um, oh yeah. I'm trying to figure out where because there's I'm that radio to out what antenna. That, to the right is that KTLA's radio tower? Is this no, right off of KTLA's on Gower? Sunset? No, I'm looking. Okay. There's they're standing next to a bridge of some sort. Anyway, I guess we can get into the album because this is the type of stuff we do when we do the listen through as mm-hmm. we answer these questions. Yeah. So, um, I guess if you want to count us down uh, to end the the yeah. public portion of the pod uh, after you've incriminated yourself and uh, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, and count us in to get us behind the paywall. Here we go. All right. So this is uh, Jimmy World's Integrity Blues in five, four, three, two, one. <laughs> 